everybody if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Maria, and I'd like to welcome you guys to the Extra Duty Podcast. Are you guys wondering why I didn't put my uh, my music on? Yeah. Oh, man. The reason why I didn't put my music on is for something very specific, right? We've decided that we're going to make this dope-ass intro music for just you. For real? Are you ready for it? Yeah, right. All right. Let me hit it. Full send. Ready? All right. So this is the intro music for today's episode, guys. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with you. This is the actual song. Ready? Yo, you gotta send me that. That's, I'm about to bump that everywhere. That is a vibe. I almost got up and started getting lit. So, so we we actually made that specific for this episode. Uh, we have a sound audio guy, and he was yeah. like, "Hell yeah, I'm gonna make this track for you." Um, yeah, that's lit. But yeah, man, we're, we're super excited to have you on. Um, and if you guys don't know who's on the show right now, it's obviously Mr. Bullshit Skittles himself, my man Shane, Sergeant Shane McRae. How you doing, baby? How you feeling? I'm doing good, man. He said Sergeant Shane McRae. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hit him with the rank sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, because I do military content, so it does make sense. Well, yeah. I mean, so I've, I've realized that a lot of my content, is it's it's good. It's okay. It's it's bare minimum. It's, it's not good. My content isn't always that good. Yeah, but my podcast like maybe 10 fucking likes like, <laughs> Actually, on the uh, that hurt i didn't need that <laughs> i didn't need that negativity <laughs> that was a low blow so so shane look i love that I'm, I'm so happy that you finally decided to come on um you know obviously me and you've been in communicating for yeah. a, a minute now and um it, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a growing experience between you and i um yeah and i definitely appreciate the help that you've been helping us with but a lot of the thing is is that people here they hear all about your comedy. They yeah. love your comedy. I love your comedy. This fucking guy right here. Hey, bring the camera in on this fucking weirdo. <laughs> this guy right here loves his, your com- your shit so much. He sends me at least five or ten of your videos if I haven't watched them already. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, so, so the real reason why we're here is we're going to talk about your actual mental health. Because mm. mental health is something that we ignore in the military. And we talk about it all the time on the show. But your story, I find very interesting because we've spoken a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Um, so if you don't mind, give us a little bit of background on yourself and we'll just jump on to some questions. A uh, little bit about me, man. Um, I grew up in South Carolina, Hemingway, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised in a small, decent family. Um, you know, we, we weren't fortunate at all. You know what I mean? We grew up poor in the struggle. You know, um, single parent. I was raised with my mom, mostly spent time at my grandma's house. And then, you know, growing up there, you know, most people, you know, in the South, we played basketball. Um, I got into dancing early on in my middle, my middle school times. Wait, and so you're a dancer? Yeah, I actually dance. Let me ask you a oh, question. Sure. First first thing, so you said that, that you play basketball. Yes. Are you good at basketball? 100%. All right, so I'm going to tell you this right now. Hold on. Um, yeah, let me hear this. You guys don't, don't mind. <clears throat> Give me a second. Uh, 
<laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, open up my bag of Skittles real quick, and I'm gonna go ahead and uh, let me just give me give me a second here, Shane. I'm gonna go ahead. This is how you do it? Yeah. Bullshit! <laughs> I really don't believe you're that good at basketball, cuz. Nah, we're not tracking on that one. No. I promise you, I'm nice. All right, as long as we're tracking, who? Yo, I've seen you play <laughs> basketball. You're literally dog shit. I, I scuff you guys up every you time. You wish you could scuff us up. Wow, I crossed the street over so bad. Up your fucking badass knees. <laughs> oh, you know, the fuck? Just because yeah. my knees crack, I don't need to be hurt by that, all right? Hey, man, that's everybody knees in the military. Yeah, knees goes with his fucking ankles. Skittles, man. Sh- I'll take some, man. I'll hey. take some, man. Hey, give, give us a little camera zoom, right? I want to see the, the professional do it. You know what I mean? Just that's how you do it right You there, got a man. lot in there, man. I got like three. I'm struggling. Nah, you got to have enough to make that sound, but not too much where you can't shake them. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm you fucking... got to drop them like one at a time, you know? You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. I dropped it. Oh, damn. <laughs> I get you got to get together, man. All right. I get together. I'm going to eventually get better at it. But yeah, um, man. Like I was saying, um, I was playing basketball for a bit, and then I started dancing in middle school. And... um. Which a lot of people don't know that I actually know how to dance. Like, that is my passion, true passion of everything. And coming out of high school, um, I went straight to the Marine Corps right after I graduated. And then um, I got stationed in Japan. Um, I got stationed in Cali. And then now I'm here in Lejeune. So, um, what's your time growing up in the military? How long have you been in? Uh, September 8th. Just made six years. Holy shit, six years. I'm I'm going on eight at this point. This kid just fucking got in. He's Yeah, I'm like twenty eight months deep. He came to fucking birth canal just recently. Yeah. That's how you know somebody brand new to the military. They <laughs> when they say they, months. They, they say months. They don't say years. Man. Sure, I've been in I, I've been in seventeen years. months, man. Like <laughs> they, yeah. they pulling that struggle. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to make it sound longer than what it is. So so let's talk about let's talk a little bit about um obviously we so there we have an episode coming up that's about generational um trauma. Yeah. And I want to talk about your generational trauma that you were um, going on with. Because um, growing up poor isn't easy. And especially coming no. into a, a limelighted military where it's uh, predominantly um, white male dominated or even just uh, rich male dominated. Because a lot of these guys have uh, either money or they've had a different upbringing than us. Because growing up as a, a Afro-Latino Hispanic is much different than growing up as a white male oh, ev- yeah. anywhere. Day and night. So with your generational, did, do you have any type of generational trauma or anything that you brought with you to the military? Um, I can say like, mm, I, I can't say I brought that to the military. I can't say that. But I'll say growing up, I experienced um, a lot of a lot of harsh times, like um, being able to like, you know, see everybody who grew up in like, no, same skin color as me. Yeah. You know, they just had a better upbringing where, you know, they had the clothes they want. They had, you know, everything they wanted, you know, anything, um, school trips, anything like that. They always had the money for it. But me not having that money, not being that fortunate, you know, that bothered me. And, um, it made me think less of myself. Like I wasn't good enough to be around those types of kids, you know? Shit. I mean, I, I, I do have a, a similar feeling when, when I was growing up. Yeah. Um, I was, so, have you dealt with um, racism since you've been in? And it's, um, it's all right. This is a free space, man. <laughs> I say because, you know, I'll say this. I have experienced um, a time being in the Marine Corps where um, it wasn't the Marine Corps itself, you know, because no matter what organization you're in, whatever job you're in, um, people within that can have their own like biased opinions uh, of course and their own feelings and it doesn't represent the organization it's just that person or how they feel and yeah i i experienced a situation before where you know someone thought less of me 
because of the color of my skin. Come on, and give me an example, man. I mean, this is a free space. These so, people, look, your 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 listeners want to <laughs> hear the real shit, man. Bring it out. Come on. Yeah. So like me, right? Knowing my job the way I knew it. Yeah. You know, I was good at my job. I was good at what I do. Um, but then whenever I would speak on it, as far as like what I knew. Yeah. They would discredit everything I said. Just because you was black. Just because I was black. Shit. That's some old bullshit. I mean, the shit. I mean, I think a, a lot of, some of us is definitely, hey, my, my, my assistant here, right? Um, her, her new stage manager. Ha, have you experienced um, any type of racism? You've, you've experienced racism. So like, is it like blatant or is it like blanketed? And it's blanketed. It's just like chilled out. No one's really saying nothing about it. And that's, and we had this conversation the other day, um, you know, just in the smoke pit, mm-hmm. we were talking about how, uh, you know, you know when someone's being either racist or just making a racist joke, right? And I'm cool with yeah. I'm cool with racist jokes. You know what I'm saying? I love me a nice yeah. Hispanic racist joke. It makes me happy. <laughs> but when you know someone is saying it in a racist way, it like changes- in a hateful, spite way. Yeah, a hateful, spiteful way. It changes the fucking tone of it, right? Yeah. So the reason why I asked you that is because being in the Marine Corps, one, being black, two, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, having a tough upbringing where other people had more than you, yeah. right? So you have already come in with that mentality of, okay- Maybe I don't deserve certain things. And then when someone is actively showing you that, they're showing you, oh, because you're fucking black, I'm not going to, I'm going to discredit everything you're saying. Exactly. And that's just something that, it happens a lot. And racism is not something that's, and and like you said, it's not a part of the organization. The organization itself is perfectly fine. Yeah. The true problem is what we always say. It's fucking people. Yeah. Um, So let's push a little bit from that. Uh, Let's talk about, your time in the Marine Corps and, and let, mm-hmm. let's talk about, you know, let's talk about the good moments first and then yeah. we'll go to the traumas. <laughs> um, I'll say one of the best times for me in the Marine Corps was um, honestly like now, that, like right now, this year is the best time I've had in the Marine Corps. Are you getting full support from your unit? Yes. And the, the whole organization supports everything I does. My commanding officer loves my videos, uh, my leadership, um, everybody I work with from the top down. That, that's content. awesome. I am so happy about yeah. that. Oh, that, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's a blessing because like uh, coming like initially I was kind of scared, you know, I'm I was like one scared. day, one day, <laughs> one day, one day I'm going to get that like, you know, I'm going to get that text message like, hey, let's go see first. All right. Now I just became oh, my own TikTok. You know what I mean? Oh, man. And now, <laughs> and now I'm losing pay and rank. You know what I mean? <laughs> as long so, as you tracking. <laughs> exactly. And they use my line on me. So I was like, you know, it was just it was a very great feeling to see that, you know, the whole base, you know, supported everything I did. Yeah. And um, even headquarters, um, headquarters Marine Corps, you know, reached out and um, they told me, you know, certain things to make sure that I'm doing as far as what my content and what to put in my bio um, to, you know, show that I'm representing my own personal views. Yes. You know, it doesn't represent the Marine Corps, but then they support, you know, what, I'm, what I have going on. Yeah, I've been, I've, shit, we've been fortunate enough for the same thing. Like, uh, we've been getting full support. I mean, our old, my old uh, BC listened to us like fucking religiously. Like, yeah. it was so scary because that's all he talked to me about. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, all right. Yeah. How, so how often do you get recognized? Do you get recognized through the gate today? Uh yeah, I did. All right, good. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, nice. every everybody at this point, I mean, it started in July. At this point, I'm pretty sure like majority of people like military know who I am. Like even if especially in Jacksonville where I'm at, um, it's super military heavy. Yeah. So like if I go into movie theaters, like I went to see um a movie and I was in line for the movie and people in line was like, Yo, can I get a picture? I went to Walmart actually I went to Walmart two nights ago to get some taco seasoning. 
and I got like hella stuff in my hand, just trying to go to the register. And this dude was like, "Yo, can I get a picture with you real quick?" And I'm like, "Hold up, don't take it yet. Let me put this stuff down. I want yeah. people to see me here buying like fucking like <laughs> beef and fucking." <laughs> and I had a bag of Skittles too. I didn't want people to see that either. Ah, uh, like, see, but it's, it's <laughs> a, I had to get them full of fucking videos. It's it's about the and. Like the first day uh, when when you came through that day when we was yeah. uh, chilling out, first thing that that I said to him I was like, "Yo, uh, I'm glad you don't have a fucking celebrity complex." No, right? Um, we actually sat there. We we just talked regular, right? Mm-hmm. And it shows that a lot of people idolize celebrities in such a way mm-hmm. where it kind of like and and this that's, that's something I kind of want to bring up to you. How does that make you feel when you kind of feel more like? Do have you ever felt like an object instead of a a person? Um, yeah, I felt like that because, um, when people genuinely see me, you know, it's, it's like, it's not me as the person, you know, it's me as the character that I play. And it kind of feels like, um, when they come to me, they just want me to say, Hey, say as long as you're tracking, say bullshit. You know, they don't say, Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Like, they're not you know, checking I like on your you. videos, like this is that. They're just like, yo, 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 say, like, you don't even know what I got going on today. You, you don't know, know if you stre- you you stressed out, you struggling, you yeah, dealing with you some shit. You don't know if I just lost my a family member. You don't know what just happened. You but know? you you in your head, you're just like, hey, I want to hear him say fucking bullshit. Yeah, you don't. They don't care nothing about me as the person. It's only the character. I, I mean, shit, and and that's the, that's the tough part because I feel like, um, I mean, even with you know celebrities, celebrities, like I'm talking yeah. movie stars, and not saying you're not a celebrity, but I mean you're about to be fuck verified soon. Um, yeah, but uh, being a celebrity in general, it's like um, I feel like a lot of these guys are are they don't they don't get the, that human experience, and I'm glad that you showed me that human experience with yeah. just you and I, because what that kind of does is that it makes me it puts it in my head that I right, this guy isn't a fucking shithead. <laughs> He's not just some guy getting clout. And I say that look, I'm not I'm not scared to say shit on this podcast as long yeah. as I'm you know I know what I gotta say. Um, <laughs> but the reason why I'm bringing that up is because a lot of us as service members now that we're utilizing social media in the proper mm-hmm. way. I love the way we're utilizing it. Um, us as creators. Yes. Um, being a, it's showing what, who creatives are, right? Because yeah. being a creator isn't easy. It's, it's not. It's because, not fucking easy. And the one thing I tell people is like, being on TikTok, there's two different types of people that are on TikTok. Creators and viewers. To be a viewer, it's so simple to have TikTok. But if you're a creator, every time you log on the app, you're like, oh, what am I going to make? What am I going to do? You're constantly seeing other videos trend go viral. And you're looking back. You're wa- you're scrolling through watching stuff in your, your free time. But the moment you pass a video that's similar to what you do and it has a lot of views and stuff, you immediately click back to your profile. Look at how many views you have. Look at your shares. And now you're comparing the two. So now you're not even having fun anymore. It's like now you're just stressed, you know? Yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah. damn. <laughs> you- being, being a creator isn't... Inst- so this is a true story straight off the bat. Yeah. So we entered into the um, Veteran Podcast Awards. Oh, nice. Right? So we didn't win, obviously, which is fine. I, I, I Like, the winning part wasn't a problem for me, right? No. It was the issue that I was having was that people genuinely try to get us kicked off the podcast. Why? I mean, off the rewards. Why? Because what we're doing is different than what they're doing. Okay. They was upset when someone donated the equipment to us. They was mm. upset when we went on Army WTF. They was upset when we get these you yeah you get Yo, what I'm they're saying? even upset like about our logo just because like my face and hurt's <laughs> face isn't on the logo it's just maria but like when this started there were a bunch of different co-hosts there was a bunch of different moving parts and that's just what the logo fell into it shouldn't matter you know exactly yeah. people people hate different 
And, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, so we we we've had we have original content. We don't edit our shit. Like half this, like I burp on fucking like on radio. <laughs> I burp at least eight times during you an do, episode. Like yeah, but we don't edit that shit out because it's about being raw. We're yeah. the only raw mental health military podcast that's actually available right now. Yeah, and, that's dope. And that's what we do. But people are too scared to fucking play that game with us. You know, I see that like a lot, especially like if it's TikTok or something. Like you'll make something awesome, cool. And then some people just go to hate because they want to be a hater, yeah. you know, just like, because you're doing something different. They think they should bring get, it down. <clears throat> I get people in my comments all the time. Like, I don't always read my comments, but sometimes I go through because I have thick skin. You know what I mean? Ain't much yeah, you can no. say to get to me because you saying you don't like my video is I still you just gave me a view. You commented, you just gave me a comment. You're just adding to, you know, the to the hate that you're giving. Yeah. You know? And it's like people say like, oh, like somebody was like, you're a disgrace to the uniform. I'm like, what? How? How? You, you don't actually let's talk about that let's talk about the character you play sergeant mccray right the sergeant mccray that we know that i know yeah that i've spoken to is different from the character yeah sergeant mccray so, so explain them I, and this is the underlying meaning to my video so the yeah. character that i play is um someone in a leadership position in the marine corps that is a very toxic leader yes and my time early on in the marine corps i experienced a lot of toxic leadership that sent me to um a deep depression and it took me almost until five months ago to come out of that depression. So before before we keep on with that, I want you to kind of go in depth about that depression. Where What did that look like for you? So for me, I woke up every morning, not even want to go to work. Yeah. You know, I was at work every day just, you know, waiting to get out of work because I just, I just felt like I had a target on my back. And I feel like, you know, no matter what I did good at work, no matter what, you know, achievements I reached, you know, I just felt like, the moment I slipped up just a second, you know, somebody was going to do something uh, in my career. And so I found myself, you know, drinking all the time. Every chance I got on the weekends, I was drinking, trying to suppress that because I was in Japan. So I was far from family. I barely had knew anybody, you know, because I just got into the Marine Corps. And um, it, it got really bad for me because I had friends at the time. But like when you get so deep down in depression, you have so many people around you, but you feel you still feel alone. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it, it's depression seeps its way in different in different ways, like yeah. no matter what. I mean, I, was, I had an episode last week with drill sergeant, uh, emotional support drill sergeant. Mm -hmm. the motherfucker got me. First thing, I cried on camera for the first time ever. Right. And um, he, he made me realize that I've been depressed for the past like six weeks. I didn't even realize it. I've been eating out. I've been eating nonstop. I've been yeah. getting a little bit bigger. I've been drinking more. I've been smoking a fucking pack a day. Yeah. I even made a TikTok about it the other day. But I didn't realize that I was going through that. And so somebody else pointed it out to me. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And you feeling alone as with that depression, like there's nobody there to kind of point that shit out. No. And 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 me being the person that I am, because <clears throat> like my the funny side of me, that's my personality. So when yeah. I'm around my friends, that's what they want to see. And that's the that's the worst thing of being the person in your group that makes everybody laugh. Yeah. You can't be sad. No. Yeah, you like can't, when you're sad, there's something abnormal going on, like it's yes. an anomaly or some shit. Yes, because everybody depends on you for, you know, the excitement, the 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 the, the vibe, the energy. And the moment you're like, oh, I'm going through something, they're like, man, just get over it. You know what I mean? Because they, they feed off your energy. So they don't care about, you know, your personal issues. And that's nothing like, you know, how they truly feel about you. Just yeah. that they feed off your positive energy. And if you're not giving out positive energy, they don't want it. I love that. I mean, th that might be the fucking clip. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when you when you say that, um, I, so I go to work, man. I'm fucking, I'm smiling all day. 
Yeah. I mean, you can ask my sister here. I'm fucking smiling all goddamn day. <laughs> but uh, in reality, shit, like, like, like I just said now, nobody knew I was fucking dealing with whatever. The fuck. I didn't even know I was dealing with whatever I was dealing with. Yeah, because sometimes you, you're dealing with underlying stress where, like, you're feeling it internally, but you're so forefront in your day of trying to have a good time, you're not thinking about it. But you're still, your blood pressure is still going up. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're still having that anxiety, you know? So speaking of blood pressure, uh, you had a little incident, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that's the thing. Like, when it comes to mental health, it's a big deal because it can affect your health. Like, physically. Not, not, yeah, physically. Because I had a situation where my blood pressure spiked through the roof, you know? What was going on? If you don't mind, I mean, what was going on that that, that happened? So, I was dealing with a lot. Because, like, I just came out of a marriage, you know, yeah. we, we have a kid together, and that situation is really messy, you know, and um, all together, like, I was, you know, in the moment of my videos and doing stuff, thinking, like, you know, I'm coping with, you know, how I'm feeling about the situation, but in reality, I was really going through it internally. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> one night, I'm just in the crib, and I'm just chilling by myself, home, home alone, and I just felt, like, the worst pain in my chest that I've ever felt. And it got to a point where my body just like collapsed to the floor and I couldn't get up. And I had my phone beside me and I just like, you know, I called, called first, first I called my um, adjutant and I, then I just, you know, got off the phone and called 911. And like, I just, in that moment, I thought like, you know, I didn't know what was going on with me. I didn't know it was because of my blood pressure. I just felt so much pain in my heart that I just thought to myself like, like this, this might be it. Shit, I mean that that moment of <clears throat> this might be it is um yeah it it it's a changing moment it is and you know you know it's crazy you know what I thought about in that moment I was like there's no way I'm about to die in North Carolina <laughs> I mean Ouch, that's, that's a hard way that's a shit way to die dog look, no it's not North like, Carolina is literally like the best state ever look what I'm about to die surrounded by duck trees and squirrels like yeah, uh, that, what's wrong with that I thought I was going I thought, oh, fuck I, I was trying to go out in Cali or something you know what I mean in the middle of like you know in LA or something something a good story to it like look I, I already <laughs> thought about it man like the only way I'm going out like I'm going out during the deployment vlog. I'm not going out any other way. Yeah, it has to be a good story. Like, like yeah, he just you know collapsed in his house. He didn't have his life alert, so you know, yeah. You got a life alert? I, I need one that night. I think you need one. I think we should get you. You know, one. it's crazy. I used to make fun of those commercials as a kid until I was actually on the floor and couldn't get up. Yo, so <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, you know what's the funniest shit in the world? So you know that fucking stair lift. Yeah. Right. I I thought, oh man, that's fucking stupid. Now I need it. Like I I oh, swear yeah. to God, my bro. I, you know what? I think let's see if I can get it on on audio. Hold on, let's see. That sounds like some tight ass pants, if you ask me. <laughs> that First thing, I boy got on stretchy pants. <laughs> First thing, right? So my my that's just the sound that goes up now. And I'm gonna tell you, I almost hit my son this day. Um, I'm walking up the stairs and I'm hearing. <laughs> And my son's like, oh, daddy's home. I almost fucked this kid up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That is, that's different. He comes to me. He's like, hey, da- hey, dad, can you, can you crack your knees? I'm like, no, it's not a fucking entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, yo, you getting old is entertainment for him. That's lit. Bro, kid, kids have, they, there's no love between kids. Kids have dark humor, man. Bro, my I, dad right? finds it like entertaining though. Like when his shit pops, cause like he fucked up his ankle when he was like 18 and he could just take it and like twist it and it'll pop. Ooh, that oh shit God. is like, it'll go. Like it sounds, oh my god, it's cool. Jesus, it's Christ. pretty cool. And now my knees do it. So, oh, like <laughs> wow. if I put it, if I do my knee in a circle, it's like, mm. it's nice. Sounds good. Yeah, bro, your VA claim will be pretty high. 
<laughs> nah. One more contract and a couple claims. Come on. Your yes, boy sir. looking at 97 just so y'all tracking. Who? Hey, as long as we tracking. Uh-huh. Hey, I'm trying to get 100. <laughs> so if we if we look more towards um I want to talk about your career a bit. Um so you how, so you've been in 6 years. How long when when did you get pin 5? Uh April 1st. Okay, April oh, of right this time. year? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Hopefully, I get pinned in November. You know? No, no. Actually, it was March. I got pinned March first. Okay, you got pinned March I thought first. I was going to end up picking That's up April. Day. I picked but, up specials. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was going to pick up in April, but I ended up picking up in March, a month earlier than what I expected. So, I want to tell you something. Um, I believe one hundred percent. Um, that you are a sergeant. Yes, you are not an E five. No, just to put that out there. Um, and I and there's a massive difference, and I've talked about it plenty of times. But you are now, a sergeant. I'm explain that. Go ahead, bring it. I mean, because I'm a, so sit the Skittles right here real quick. My hands turning color. So <laughs> mm. when I was at my previous duty station in Cali, um, I was supposed to pick up Sergeant last year, July. Yeah. The reason why I didn't pick up Sergeant because I had a toxic Sergeant. Ooh. Scratch that. She wasn't a Sergeant. She was an E5. There we go. That's what I want to hear. She was an E5. She wore the rank and she tried to use the rank to lead, but that's not how it works. You don't want people to look at you and be like, oh, I'm going to do what you say because you're a sergeant or you're a staff sergeant, whatever. No. You want them to be like you as a person, as a leader, as a leader, I'm going to do what you say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If people don't look at you in that way, then you're doing something wrong. But nobody takes the time to evaluate themselves when someone's not listening to you. Maybe it's something you as a person that before you put on your uniform that you might need to work on. I 100% agree. Yeah, because like the way this generation has changed, they used to lead by rank. Yeah. And now you have to lead people by being a person, and that, by and, being and, rank. And that's how you have to be because we have to put humanity back into, you know, uniform. Because before you put on the uniform, you're human. Yeah, you know? we need to rehumanize the military. Everybody comes from a different background. The way you came up, the way you came up, the way I came up is totally different. So the way you talk to me, I might understand it, but you might can't do that to somebody else the same way. Mm-hmm. So that's why you have to know, get to know your like your 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 junior soldiers, soldiers, sailors, marines. You have to get to know them and know where they're from, know their background, and really understand like how they relate. Because once you take the time out to do that and know the people that work for you, then you know how to connect with them. You know how to talk to them. But you know this E five didn't do that. She didn't care for that. No. She just you know ready for the rank, did whatever she could to get the rank. You know what I mean? And she non recommended me for promotion. Mind you, I was the lowest rank at the time. I was a corporal E four. Said I lacked leadership and maturity. I had no dream Marines. Who was I leading? And aren't I'm a direction reflection of my leadership? 100%. So if I'm immature and lack leadership, what does that say about you? And and, and people will put stuff like that on paper, but don't don't take in consideration of the the favorite line they like to use is like when someone gets in trouble under you, oh, he's a direct reflection of you. Yeah. But they don't do that whenever they tell somebody they're not recommended for promotion. So that's where accountability kicks in. I mean, accountability yeah. of leaders is something that um, that it needs to be worked on. Um, and not 100%. saying that it, like because currently right now, with, I mean, the young buck sergeants, these new kids, right? They yeah. come in, um, and I have no issue with these these young buck sergeants. Your bucks aren't you still learning, right? Yeah. Too easy. But when they obtain this toxicity, right? They obtain yes. this bad leadership, like traits from their previous bad leader and they continue to you know thrive that that's bad um and and they say that favorite line of um this is how it was when i was a dream marine that doesn't make it right no (laughs) you're supposed to break the cycle hey hey racism was okay back with then yeah you know the the good old days of segregation (laughs) slavery was good back then wasn't it yeah yeah that that was the thing it was a norm back then we all did it so you're saying now it should be you know no because you have to break that cycle and that's why i've been telling people is like whenever i have dream marines 
whatever you don't like in a leader or don't like who's in charge of you, be something different. Yeah. Be exactly what you wanted. And sergeant was the rank that I wanted the most because that was the rank that I felt felt me the most in my Marine Corps career. One hundred. So when I when I first time I made sergeant, the first thing that I did was not change. Person. That was step one. I'm the I was the exact same person. And you know, I told people like people don't change when they pick up rank. It brings out who you really are. Exactly. Because now that you have power, you're free to do whatever you like want to do. And, you know, you as a person is going to come out. You know, that was always you. You just didn't have the authority to like, you know, dictate that. And exactly. now that you have it, this is who you really are. And now I can see who you really are. That's why I always wait to certain people pick up certain ranks because then it shows me who you really are. Exactly. And and, that, and that's where, and it's it's nothing against the military itself. It's no, just because nothing against the military. It's really just against the person. Like yeah. the, you know, people, if, I mean, you know, we, we all have these people that once they get power, they, they just go on a full fucking fledged power trip. Yes. And, and it happens way too often. And they don't realize like how you affect people because you don't know where people backgrounds. Like me, I came from a struggle. Like I went through depression all my life growing up and I joined the military to, you know, make a better life for myself. And I felt like I just went right back in full circle. Yeah. And that's when, like, when I was overseas and I had, you know, the higher leadership that was, you know, beating down on me every single day, you know, and I felt like I was like the only one that they just kept coming at every day. It's like I couldn't breathe, bro. And it got so overwhelming to me to literally today, a year ago, today, four years ago, I attempted suicide when I was in Japan. And I'm glad that you told me that. Today, four years ago, I attempted suicide because I was that person that, like, when people committed suicide, I was always, like, questioning, like, you know, how do people get to that point? Like, because I don't think I could ever do it. But you never, you never realize it until you're in that moment where you feel like everything is falling apart around you. You're so overwhelmed with what you're going through. And you're so overwhelmed with everything you're feeling. You just don't want to feel it anymore. Exactly. And, uh, the, and the quickest, the quickest answer that comes to your mind and your conscience. And as I tell people, like, People going through depression walk around in the battle every day with their conscience yeah. because your conscience is, is, is what's feeling this. And it's going to tell you like, you know, this is the way out. And, you know, after a while of dealing with things, you might lose that battle with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me that night. And luckily I'm still here to this day, but it was, it was rough. And then what even bothered me the most is why, you know, the reason why like I harp so hard on toxic leadership is because that same E5 that I was dealing with, you know, I ended up getting a junior Marine and, you know, she was being that toxic leader still, you know, bringing yeah. that, that toxic environment. And this was a Marine from same city I was from in South Carolina, but I never knew her. But, you know, I can tell, I know what kind of environment she came from. Yeah. And she wasn't able to, you know, handle that. She was fresh in the Marine Corps dealing with, you know, same thing I was dealing with. But, you know, this was like my second time, second command dealing with something like this. So I was, you know, kind of like handling it a little better, you know, than, you know, I did the first time. But she didn't, and she took her life. Fuck. She called me earlier that day, and I was on leave, and she was like, um, Corporal, um, you know, they're still bothering me, and, like, you know, they're they're making me, you know, do these things, or they're telling me they're going to take my rank and things like that, but I, I didn't do anything. Um, I just don't understand, like, why they just keep coming after me. And I told her, I said, you know, and I always give people, you know, a different perspective when I give advice. And yeah. I was like, you know, sometimes when people – target you and um, the first thing you should do is self reflect yeah. and think about what are you displaying that, that's giving them that ammunition yeah you know what i mean and you work on yourself first you know yeah. i never point the finger i always look at self first and you know you work on yourself first you take care of what you need to about yourself and then from there you go about it how you need to go about it administratively you know because you know you put yourself in a position where if you take this higher you know they can't say well oh, you do this and that was earlier that day 
And then later that evening, I got the phone call that she took her life. Fuck. Look, there's, um, you ever heard, your mama ever told you, um, if you point one finger at somebody, you point four more back at you, right? I got this theory that the reason why, uh, the military created the knife hand was so that they can remove accountability from themselves. Yeah. Right. And I feel like a lot of leaders still live by that mentality. And I'm uh, the fact that that soldier took her life. I, I, I mean, that, that Marine took her life, um, after serving and doing her best. I fuck. And it, it really hurt me because like, um, me and her were really, we're really close, man. And, um, her mom even told my command, like, she was like, I don't know who Corporal McCray is, but my daughter spoke of him all the time and that he was a mentor for her and he was somebody that she could um, talk to and, like, you know, he all, he was always there for her. And then that, and I'm like, what does that say about everybody else? Yeah. Like, like nobody else made kind of, like, no kind of effect in her life that worked with her every day. Yeah. You know, when I first blew up on TikTok and I went viral, the first person I wanted to call was her. That was the first person I wanted to call because she always thought I was funny. She always told me, like, you're funny. Like, she always laughed at everything I said. And the first person I thought about was, like, damn. Like, I wish she could really see, like, you know, what I'm doing right now. Fuck, bro. <laughs> this is going to be the second fucking time. God damn it. Nah, shit. Cause, oh, man. Because it's a real thing, man. Because, like, I really, when I meet people and I connect with people, man, like, I really genuinely care about them. Yeah. And when people are have been through some going through something that I've been through before I take it seriously and I could tell that you know she I, I was in her position you know before and I could see what she was going through but I couldn't directly be there to help her like I wanted to you know I tried to give her as much advice as I could be there for her whenever I could because they tried their best to keep me away from her you know yeah. they didn't she was under me but they wouldn't let me lead her you know they would just keep you back yeah, they would be like, yo, the, the E5 is going to mentor her. You're not going to mentor her. You know, the staff aren't I had. That's how he would do it because he was another toxic leader. You know, and it's just it's just, just shitty people wearing a uniform that shouldn't, they should not, they don't deserve to wear. Uh, because now this, this Marine is gone, this daughter, a sister, a loved one, you know, is gone. And there's nothing administratively that we can do to bring that Marine back. No. Nothing. And people don't understand that. It's like you put people through things because you say, oh, he's not tough enough. You don't know what he's been through. No. This could be his breaking point, what he's going through right now. You think that this is his first radio dealing with something, dealing with stress, depression. He's probably been there before. Yeah. And people have to take that in consideration. And that's why when I get messages, when people tell me like your videos make my day or like because I get a lot of request messages that, and I don't respond to everything. But when I get the messages about your videos make my day, I look forward to it because, you know, I'm here such and such place and I'm, you know, not having a good time or my leadership is horrible here. These videos really make me laugh. I respond to those because yeah. I'm like, this is what it's for, you know, it's the for that point, change, that change. And it, I want people to be able to see like what these toxic leaders look out, look like and how goofy it looks mm -hmm. like for you to want to charge somebody for every little simple thing, yeah. you know, because a lot of these videos are things that I experience and see, yeah. you know, and like some videos I do are about general, general things, but like, it's really like to highlight, like, I'm showing like the military as a whole, what a toxic leader looks like. And you probably work with somebody and be like, yo, this reminds me of you. And that's a whole joke. That's yeah. a whole, like that's a whole yeah. joke for somebody. Yeah. Nah, but that person is a joke. Yeah. And when we start recognizing those people that are similar to these videos, they need to back the fuck up. Yeah. And they, they need, need to, to start up. realizing and do a little self-reflection like how you just said. Yes, bro. Because like we, we are here in these organizations 
you know, the, the, the main objective, you know, is to protect the nation from, you know, our foreign and domestic enemies. But yet we, we're going at it. At, we're at war with each other. Yeah. Why? The real battlefield and shit. I mean, the true battlefield is here in Garrison, but we're not at war anymore. No, we're not. not. Like this is the war right now. Like we're dealing with to, internally. No matter what you do in life, military, whatever, the biggest battle you will ever have is in your mind. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid to, like, they are afraid to accept who they are. You know, they are afraid to, like, just people are scared to know themselves. Yeah, you know, to them they're perfect. Their true selves, no, they're afraid of that. They're scared they, of that. They, age, hide, man. They, they hide behind that rank. Oh, oh, yeah, they, they do. They hide behind it because you, that you, the person, you're, you're not that guy, pal. <laughs> you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. Let me, let me ask you something. So I, I think a lot of our listeners, so, so you know, when you come on my show, nothing's off limits, um, yeah. unfortunately. So we got to talk about that divorce, homie. Oh. oh. Or like if you're ready to talk about it because you said it was recent. I'll say I can't talk about it yet. Okay. Oh. Um, but you promised me an episode on it. Yes. Next time I come back on here, I'll definitely talk about it. Okay. Too easy. But right now, it's because like I'm literally going to be in court next Friday. Yeah. So oh, like, so you know, do yeah, your thing. Yeah, yeah. So to talk about I, I, gotta, I mean, we could talk about it and we won't just, we just won't post this episode until. But you know how like, <laughs> nah, yeah, fuck with you. <laughs> I, w- I wish you could work like that, but like, I don't want to like, you know. No, of you don't course. risk anything. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, be- it's better to not yeah, risk it. Yeah. Once, once everything is in full fledged documents of like custody and things like that, I'll definitely come back on here. All right. So, I mean, now there's other things we got to go ahead and talk no, about. There I is mean, one thing I wanted to add it about the, uh, battlefield and garrison is that you know mental warfare is the worst killer yes rank is the biggest ammunition yes. and we're using it against each other yes you know? where wh- i be making all these fucking taglines <laughs> and you come up with this shit fuck you i've yo. been thinking this for like the past 10 minutes yo you should you should clip that that is fire this little asshole i look okay keep going fucking dick. that's all i got that's it that's fire oh my god that's fire i'm so upset yeah. like all right good job I, no, that was very good sentiment. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it took you this long? It's, we're 37 minutes in. A half our viewers stopped listening. My fault. <laughs> okay. That's right. So so we we we've talked about we definitely talked about a lot today. I'm very happy that we did. Um yeah. is there anything that that you kind of feel that other so service members in general, right, should know about their personal like with your mental health, right? Is there anything that you want to share with other soldiers or service members? I'll say that um, never be afraid to seek help, you know, because like growing up, you know, from coming from colored families or like, you know, my type of background, your type of background, you know what I mean? From the struggle, you know, we're always taught, you know, don't talk about your problems and like. Be a man. Yeah, be a man. You sound weak. Take care know? of the family. That's your yeah, job. You know what I mean? And you, you don't, you feel like you don't need to talk to nobody about your problems. Seek help. I'm yep. telling you, because you don't understand, like, we go through trauma. We've experienced so much trauma growing up to this point. We now become adults. Yeah. And that past trauma still dwells in our minds. And when it comes out is when we least expect it in relationships and friendships. It just it comes out the way you treat people, the way you might take things because what you experienced growing up. And you don't realize that until you actually like go through therapy and you start doing that transition where you start dissecting your like time growing up. And you start realizing, like, yo, like, the way I act is, like, how I used to see, like, my uncle treat his, my auntie. Or, like, how I seen this person treat that person. You know what I mean? Like, I'm emulating that. 
you know what I mean, what I saw. And that's not who I want to be, but it's just that that's what you've experienced and that's what you've grown up to know and this resonated in your mind. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like, I'm going through the same thing right now because I got a friend I'm beefing with, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I've been an asshole recently. Like, I realize that now, but like in the moment, I didn't realize I was being a fucking asshole to her. Yeah. So, can I, can let me ask like, you something? Oh, no, no, you keep going. Keep going, kid. Yeah. So, I need to apologize to her because I feel like an asshole now. Well, I mean, you got to. Yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah, matter, matter of fact, go ahead. Apologize right now. Okay. I'm sorry for being an asshole. I didn't realize it at the time. And I'm just being childish by fucking ignoring you. So, yeah. Apologize for that tonight. Hey, that's what's up, man. Make sure you definitely give her a call. I will. Um, so I wanted I want to go ahead and talk to you about something a little a little bit off. All right. Just so just so <laughs> I want I want you to just be ready for this. All right. Oh um, yeah, I'm ready for anything. So when we when we talk about relationships in the military, and this is not uh, mm-hmm. according to your, you know, you know, far from that. I'm talking about right now. Yeah. What what's your relationship with your family that you got going on right now? Um my family has never been a family that's been like whole, you know, we've always had our differences and we never like really saw eye to eye, but uh, me and my mom have an outstanding relationship. So what's the first thing you're going to do when you make it big? I'm going to buy my mom a house. Goddamn right you are. That, you know what? <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. That's the first thing I'm going to do. That is the exact thing that I was hoping that you said. Um, because I'm just to put it out there, you're gonna make it big. I, I am. I 100% know you will. We all know you will. You know you will. Of course. And when you make it big, um, just make sure that one, you take care of your family. Um, First. Two, you take care of yourself. Yes. Three, pay the fucking taxes. Well, uh, and <laughs> oh. then four, make sure you make a fat donation to the Extra Duty Podcast. Well, we're broke. So donate. Nah, I got you. I got you 100%, <laughs> man. That's why I come on platforms like these that are like coming up. Because I'm in the same process, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like when you, when I first spoke to you, I said like, you was like, you know, we don't have like a lot of followers. I said that's 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 point that's irrelevant. I, yeah. said, I don't care about that. It's a platform. Yeah. Any platform is worth going on to gain exposure and just you know have a great conversation. Yeah. No, and I'm and look, believe me, every time every time um, we we talk about you and how you're gonna come on, um, like last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you fucked me. No, I'm playing with you. No, we, we had a we had we had we had stuff scheduled already. But um, no, yeah. but you know when we do talk about you coming on, like the main thing is that we always wanted to get your real story because a lot yeah. of a lot of people only listen. You know, they know the funny you. Yeah, they don't know me. me they don't know you. And I hope I hope this opens up a couple of doors for people, mm-hmm. so they know that you know even the people that make us just laugh and gives us comedy that gives us entertainment. Is Man, actually comedians dealing. are the most depressed people in this world. They really are. 100%. Because my thing is, is um, when people ask me why I chose comedies, because I like to make people laugh because I know what it feels like when you're yeah. not laughing. And so that's why I always wanted to be that person. And I always wanted to like help everybody in the world and, you know, what they were going through mentally. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, having a platform like this with comedy, I'm able to touch, you know, I'm able to reach out to like literally everybody in the you know armed forces and like you know make their day make them laugh give them something to see you know and just bring a smile to their face of what they're going through because like like i said i've been there i know what that feels like and it's it's not a good place shit can i ask you a question is your divorce finalized no it's not okay. finalized. can't talk about it Stop asking. no no i was asking a specific you don't know why i was asking that question okay. right 
So I, I, I know where he was going with this. Anyway, <laughs> I know where he was going with this. Anyway, he, he was look. No, no, no. Let me do it because this is an extra duty podcast. We don't filter nothing out. We keep it real hot and on the table. Yes, the ladies be in my DMs. Bro. Okay, that's. I just wanted to check see if the ladies was in your DMs. Yeah, um, I'm, pi- I'm picking up what you put now. Okay, got it. As long as as long as you're tra- as oh as long as we tracking. <laughs> Hey, nah, they, they do, man. But it's like, you know, I don't entertain everything. I just, I stay focused on myself um, and what I got to do. I understand, like, what it is, you know. But that's with anything, you know. People hey, people like attention. I mean, people like it. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. So someone recognized me. Um, it was like one person. Um, but they recognized me last week. Yeah. It was like, hey, you're the guy from the podcast. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and you're right I, there. Spread the fucking word. And yes. I, yeah, I spread the word. And then I, and I walked away, like, really stupidly. I, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I maintain eye contact. I'm, I'm just not very. Uh, I'm very. You know, I'm a social fucking yeah, butterfly. But, but I can say every female that's that messages me isn't trying to get with me. Okay, that's you good. I mean, that's good. Some females message me. They actually like. Um, I make uh, a lot of like distant friends. Yeah. Like and females that like like my content genuinely like it, and that's it. You know what I mean? It's nothing else extra. So I won't say every female that has messaged me wanted to talk to me. You know, it's just like you know I've have gotten messages like that, but like. You know, some of them actually just genuinely like my content. Let me ask you. So, you got a daughter? Yes. Okay. Um, how hard is it right now, um, being separated? Um, you know, ha- um, I it- want to know where you're at because a lot of we we talk about you know our kids and shit in, a, yeah. in the best ways, right? I talk about my kids and I, you know, they're dicks, but <laughs> I want to know like son, <laughs> like father like son. <laughs> I want to know what. How how have you been feeling, especially with the process that you're going through, and obviously being far away from your kid every once in a while? Um, be honest, I haven't um, seen my daughter in a month. Um, How does that make you feel? It's it's rough, man. Like um, uh, when I have free time, I just flip back in my phone and I um, look at photos of me and my daughter and videos that I have of her, and uh, it brings tears to my eyes every time. And uh, it just hurts me because as a father that wants to be in my kid's life, because I knew what that felt like as a kid growing up, not having my dad there. And one of my biggest goals that I set for myself as a kid is whenever I had a kid, that I was going to be like the best father in the world. And, you know, going through certain situations where I'm not able to do that and I want to see that growth and experience those things, it just, it's rough. And I'll say like that, that's like one of the hardest things that I'm dealing with right now. Can I can I tell you something? Maybe just if it helps, it helps. If it doesn't, doesn't. Um, you're never going to be the best father in the world. Yes, you de- ne- neither of us are. No, nah, you're ne- never because nobody's no nobody's perfect. No. But my thing is, is I strive for stuff like that because I I set goals that I know I'm not going to reach like exactly, head yeah. on. But along that way, I'm a, I'm accomplish a lot. And, and and the main reason why I said you'll never make that right is because. I every day, whew, I'm not gonna cry. I promise. <laughs> but I every day um, think that I'm not the greatest father. And you know why I say you know why I say that specifically for you and I. Why? Because being a content creator, mm. right? So right now, right, our episode, right. I know how important it is to get these episodes out and how important it is to do these episodes. But I missed my kids' bedtime. Yeah. Right. I missed a year of their life. I've missed years of my kids' life. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I my father was never there for me. You know, and when mm-hmm. he was, it was just intermittent. Right? Yeah. It was tiny bits. But these moments that 
we're trying this is provi- this is what we're trying to do we're trying to provide you're you yeah. are trying to provide in a better way something that you've never had but as creators right as being in the military as being someone who has to struggle with deployments or, or movements or training field trainings and constantly being gone we'll yeah. never be the greatest fathers in the world but you know what's one thing that we will always and forever be what's that respected by our fucking children yes 100 percent. because we gave everything for yeah. our kids and i'll tell you this right now i know for a fact if you had the time, you'd be the greatest dad in the world. Yeah. You would be. We would all be the greatest dads in the world. But because we're trying to provide more, we won't. But you yeah. know what? That's all right. Because at the end of the fucking day, when my kids grow up, mm-hmm. my kid's not going to have to fucking work a job. My kid's not going to have to look exactly. and work for someone. My kid's going to go up and he's going to sit there and he's going to be like, I own this shit. Because yeah. I'm going to make sure my kids are fucking secure. Generational wealth, man. That's what we have to start creating. Because especially in the fucking black community. Especially yes. in the black Hispanic community. Because it does to. not exist. Because generational wealth um, and, you know, in white culture, they they have established that. You know, yeah. you, you get kids born into, you know, they're 10 years old and there's a house in their name. Whenever their parents decide to move out of the house, the house paid for. And now you're 18 years old. You already got a house that's fully paid for, you know, yeah. we don't do things like that, you know, and I told myself is that, you know, um, I'm going to get me a house. My first house that I'm going to buy is going to be crazy expensive, but, you know, I'm going to put it in my daughter's name. Yeah. So whenever I move out of that house to get my dream house, the house will be paid off and she will always have a house. She don't have to live in it. She can rent it out. Yeah. But I'm creating generational wealth. Creating generational wealth, creating in, um, earned income, creating a way where my kids don't have to worry. Yes. I used to, my, my mom used to have to. My mom worked in the school, so we used to get fucking food from the lunch lady. Yeah, like bags of food and take it home. If we yeah. didn't go to lunch, if we didn't go to breakfast or lunch for in school, we didn't eat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But my mother, she did her best, and that's something I never want my kids to go. My kids live in a fucking nice house. They got stock fridges. They spoiled as fuck. But that's because yeah. I told them they gonna have that. Yeah, and I I appreciate you. Yeah, that's number one. I appreciate you for you. your open honesty and you being able to and you handling your shit. Yeah. And another thing I want to appreciate you for is the fact that you're still fucking alive. Yeah, man. The fact that you didn't kill yourself that day is the most important thing in the fucking world because you know what? All these fucking people wouldn't have this comedy. They wouldn't. All these people wouldn't have this episode. People wouldn't know what it is that you were going through. But that right there is that's the struggle. That's the strength that you pulled in. And bro, I fucking love you for that. Thank you. You have my 100% respect. Thank you. That is that is that is that is very accurate. It's very accurate. Um, look, we're, we're we're pushing about fifty minutes. Um, I don't know if Shane's gonna want to jump on the you you gonna jump on the after do you know after the smoke pit? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got I got a minute. I All can right, make it happen. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, look, I, I'm so happy that we had this episode. I'm glad that you guys are watching at home oh, yeah, on man. YouTube. I'm glad that you guys are watching. Um, or listening on the podcast. Uh, follow all of our socials. Give Shane a follow. We're going to be putting this stuff up. Make sure, If you don't follow him, follow him. If you do follow him, follow him some hey, more. Man, if you're trying to follow me, you can follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at ShaneOfficial underscore. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so, I mean, if you got anything to say, you little shit. You can follow me at EDP Boy Pretzel on Twitter. <laughs> all right. Extra I have duty. Four followers. <laughs> Yeah, that's lit, man. We're gonna get you some more. We're gonna get you more followers. We'll get you some more. Yeah. Um, so guys, look, if you guys need anything, you know, you guys can contact us, email us. Con- um, we always message back because that's what just what we do. But um, the extra duty podcast is here to make sure that we rehumanize the military. And remember, this is not a moment, it's a movement. We're gonna rehumanize the military, we're gonna change the fucking status quo. Um, 
My name is Josh Maria, and I am signing out of Extra Duty. My name's Boy Bressel. I'm signing out of Extra Duty. And it's your boy Shane Official, man. I'm about to go eat some Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you guys are tracking, as long as you're tracking, what's up? We all here to fucking help. Oh, 100%. So let's hit, let's hit this exit music, and you guys have a fucking good, wonderful day. Don't hit that button yet. Oh, no, that's the... <laughs> Bullshit! Tell me don't show up looking like some goddamn Hubble Bubble gum. This is so fire. Oh, this is a track. Bullshit! 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 Bull